0: is my ongoing goal to be able to support you as the very best way that I can. And in order to do that, I really need to get to know you a little bit better, what your personal needs are for supporting you as a parent on this journey of children with autism and with your child, what their needs are and what you would like to help them most with. Because there may be many things, but there's usually a few top pieces that are very, very important to you that you know your child is really struggling with and you would like help with. And so, in order to find out how I can support you best, I have created a short quiz. It's at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz. And if you uh, take that short quiz, you'll be able to give me some information and I'll get back with to you with some results and how I can direct you to the resources that I feel would help you best right now for where you are on this journey and for what you need for your particular specific child's needs. So I hope it's helpful. Again, go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz. Welcome back as always. And thank you so much for being here. And getting the resources that you do need, because there are some really important topics that need to be you need to be educated on as a parent of child with autism. And today's topic is going to be about excitotoxicity. And don't worry, I will explain what that is. But it's really exacerbated in children with autism, especially from heavy metals such as mercury and aluminum. So let's go right to the beginning here. What is excitotoxicity? excitotoxins are toxins that will excite the neurons in your brain. They can also be referred to as neurotoxins because they damage and destroy the brain and the spinal cord. And what most people don't realize is that these toxins are in the foods that are commonly eaten every day, unless you're aware of them, know how to read your labels and stay away from them you're probably eating them every day and you might likely be giving them to your child. And we'll go through this today so you can understand food labeling and what the damage can be and how to avoid that. So I do have solutions for you. The problem with these toxins is that they will excite brain cells to death. They literally die. And this causes the brain to secrete glutamate and aspartate, which are excitotoxins. And they also cause a lot of negative behavioral changes. This can cause faulty wiring in the brain, especially during the developmental stage of the brain. So children, especially children on the autism spectrum and with ADHD are particularly sensitive to these chemicals because their detoxification systems are not as capable as others to handle them. So it's vital to protect their brains from any further harm. Those who are particularly sensitive and should not consume these products are, of course, children, babies, and pregnant women, and also those with depression, migraine headaches, heart issues, any nervous system disorder, kidney problems, or vascular diseases. Remember that all of us are susceptible to the harms by these toxins, not just those with an existing neurological condition or a compromised immune system. The elderly are also quite susceptible to these dangers. So let's talk first about what is glutamate. Glutamate is an amino acid and a neurotransmitter for the brain. It helps stimulate brain cells, which help neurons to communicate. It all sounds good until it's too much of a good thing. When these neurons get overexcited, it can cause seizures and even kill brain cells. The brain has a normal control system that regulates the amount of glutamate released in the brain. Protein carrier molecules will bind with the glutamate in the brain and help keep it safely stored until it's needed. This system is very delicate and susceptible to breaking down. Even microscopic amounts of glutamate can trigger excitotoxicity or death of brain cells. In large quantities, glutamate increases the production of free radicals, causing greater injury to the brain, blood vessels, and our precious blood-brain barrier. It can also cause oxygen deficiency in the brain. When other forces such as foods with added excitotoxins or hypoglycemia, which is low blood sugar, come into play, the glutamate system can become overwhelmed. Infants and children are extremely susceptible to this system because impaired and impaired because the brain is still developing and the protective blood brain barrier is not yet intact. Glutamate can easily pass through the placenta and enter the bloodstream of the fetus during pregnancy. So it's very important when you're pregnant to make sure you're not consuming these toxic chemicals as well, because they go right into your baby. Mercury is a heavy metal known to inhibit the protective protein carrier molecules, therefore causing excitotoxicity. Mercury interferes with this system as long as it is in the brain, and this destructive process can go on for many, many years. Glutamate is intricately involved in the formation of blood circuitry, so the accumulation of glutamate causes miswiring of the brain. Now you can see the importance of this during brain development, right? The results of miswiring can be subtle and include things like poor cognitive abilities, memory trouble, or an inability to control anger. Sensory processing disorders increase when glutamate activates certain genes. These genes affect the nervous nervous system's ability to adapt to changes in stimuli. Learning, absorbing, and analyzing information can become difficult or even impossible. And the effects of the brain vary per individual based on our unique biology. In more extreme cases, the child can end up with autism. Excitotoxins can be found in ingredients of monosodium glutamate. You may be familiar with the term MSG, that's monosodium glutamate, Also, excitotoxins are an aspartate or aspartame. And you might know these as as some of these artificial sweeteners that you see in restaurants or you might be putting in your iced tea or sweetening things with. They're very, very dangerous. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein, cysteine or a cysteine form, aspartic acid. Some common foods and increased glutamate levels in the body are tomatoes, fermented foods, and soy products, especially soy milk. Soy milk is hydrolyzed. Therefore, it increases the level of free glutamate. So soy alone is bad in any form because it actually affects a lot of hormone levels. It's, it's a phytoestrogen. There are a lot of problems with it, but it's especially bad when it is in a liquid form such as soy milk. Monosodium glutamate is used as a flavor enhancer or an artificial flavor and the most commonly used excitotoxin in our food. And again, known as MSG, it's cheap to use and it will actually fool your brain into thinking that the food tastes better than it actually does. Food manufacturers and restaurants know this and like this. They're very aware of it. You can even ask a restaurant too, do you use MSG? This is very common in a lot of Asian-style restaurants. The USDA has determined MSG as a naturally occurring product. So it is allowed in our food and is regarded by them as safe. It is not safe. Do not be fooled by this. MSG is known to cause behavioral problems and worse, again, it excites neurotransmitters, the brain's messengers and can literally excite them to death. So this is the problem is that within 15 minutes of eating this, this these effects can start taking place. MSG also negatively affects neurotransmitter levels, and there can be up to 80, an 80% drop in acetylcholine, which is involved in learning and memory. It's also known to greatly reduce norepinephrine, which is involved in attention and focus. So again, you can see very, how very detrimental this is to our cognitive thinking abilities. Children, again, are four times more susceptible to the dangers of MSG and aspartame than adults are. I'll link to a study around that as well here in the show notes for, for today's show. There is a fine tuning process that occurs in the brain during development. Glutamate and aspartate affect this process and can, can cause faulty wiring of the brain and its functioning. Low blood sugar levels or hypoglycemia again can trigger glutamate levels to rise and cause negative behavioral changes, aggressive behavior, loss of emotional control, hyperactivity are all very very common symptoms and glutamate can also trigger seizures. So especially if your child is prone to seizures, this is very, very important to know. know. And if they're not prone to seizures and they start developing them, then again, looking at diet and if there are any glutamates or aspartates, things like this in their system from the foods that they might be eating. One study done using glutamate and aspartate on mice showed extreme damage to the cells of the retina affecting vision. The younger the animal, the worse the damage is. So again, the younger the child, the more damage that is likely. We've mentioned that the part of the brain called the hypothalamus has no blood brain barrier. It also has the highest number of glutamate receptors. This is especially important during puberty because the hypothalamus controls the endocrine system throughout the body. Through this system, the brain regulates growth. Metabolism and the onset of puberty. Damage from MSG to this part of the brain in a newborn causes an extreme deficiency of the immune system and that can last their entire lifetime. Glutamate will bind with aluminum and increase its absorption in both the bloodstream and the brain. The hypothalamus uses glutamate as a neurotransmitter. Excess glutamate causes excitotoxicity, destroying brain cells. MSG can also affect the adrenal glands. Now, these are our stress, stress organs. The hypothalamus is also involved in, again, emotion, learning, and memory. Biolog- biological changes from glutamate levels may include problems with the endocrine system, the hormone system, leading to reproductive problems, hypothyroidism, and weak adrenal glands. Damage to the hypothalamus via the excitotoxins can lead to, again, the lack of growth hormone excreted by the hypothalamus causing stunted growth, early onset puberty, reproductive problems, trouble producing breast milk following birth, thyroid trouble, and again, weak adrenal glands. Now, obesity is also a trigger. MSG contributes to metabolic syndrome. This occurs when the metabolism in insulin levels becomes imbalanced and it can lead to type two diabetes, especially in young people. And it's one more reason why MSG contributes to obesity. Uh, All of these excitotoxins also, again, increase anger. Very, very common. And you might see an increase in anger during puberty. And I will link in the show notes to an episode I did all about that, uh, autism with our anger and puberty, very, very connected. And so your child's not an angry person. I like to say it's that there are toxins and hormone disruptions and things going on. So beware of that. There are solutions. Cognitive problems, again, are very big, poor memory, and it can lead, these things can actually lead to autism, the symptoms of autism. And I'm going to link in the show notes to an entire show I did on what causes the symptoms of autism. So you can see the relation between certain pathogens, co-infections and toxins, and the symptoms of autism, which is of course what I work with in my memory, my, my membership program to be able to help walk you through all of these pieces, because we know it's not just food. It's not just one or two things. There's a multitude of things and they all have to be worked with naturally, safely, and properly, correctly. This is what I see happening so often is that these things aren't worked with to their full potential. So a child can reach their full potential. So you don't get the absolute greatest results. So back to uh, the cytotoxicity, I wanted to talk about food labeling for a second because due to the growth of public knowledge regarding the dangers of MSG, food manufacturers have become quite clever. They, when it comes to these ingredient levels, they are often masked under different names. So some of those common hidden sources of MSG um, and they they can also, to be aware of There, are, I'm gonna give you some uh some things that can lead to triggers, reactive triggers as well. So this is something to take to the grocery store with you. Some of the hidden sources of MSG on ingredient levels to look forward are anything ending in A-T-E. So you've heard me say glutamate, aspartate, okay, A-T-E. If it ends in, in the threat, last three letters are A-T-E, they're bad because <laughs> so you just don't get it. Another thing are yeast foods and extracts, autolyzed ingredients, such as autolyzed yeast extract, extract. hydrolyzed ingredients. You'll often see hydrolyzed yeast extracts. Now these are on everything. I mean, including salad dressings. You really have to read read every label, even the things that you would not imagine. Another thing is calcium caseinate, sodium caseinate, textured proteins, such as textured vegetable protein, gelatin, maltodextrin, glutamic acid. Now I want a special side note here that glutamine is something that is helpful in working to heal the gut as a supplement. And it is in some foods that are helpful in healing the gut, But there is a conversion in the body from glutamine to glutamate a natural process. And so what you need to be aware of is that glutamine as a gut healing supplement, things like that should be used short term. I'd say if it's an actual supplement you're using for gut health, uh, three to four weeks a month, usually max and then uh and then stop using it you just want to make sure that you don't tip the system over because it can process maybe a little bit and you got to watch for hyperactivity and if you notice a lot of hyperactivity happening then what what i will tell you is your child probably has as we've mentioned mercury and aluminum to- aluminum toxicity so it's really important that um because this is my usually my greatest concern we've got to reduce the aluminum and mercury toxicity and then reducing the candida overload and the other pathogens that are going on in the body, um, which can low, lowering the toxic load helps before giving the glutamine because then the body can be stronger in its process to hold glutamate or small amounts of it and then process it as needed to help neurotransmitters and then to be released. It's when too much is built, we get excitotoxic and that is very, very common. So a couple of products I will link to in the show notes that are natural and safe uh, that are good for removing. One is called OxyE plus silica, and it's really great for removing aluminum. And then um, you've probably heard if you've heard some of my episodes also on aluminum and then also on mercury in the past, heavy metal toxicity and autism. I will link to all of these in the show notes again, because Pure Body Extra Zeolite is something that is wonderful for heavy metal toxicity removal. And uh, this is a natural zeolite, not a synthetic one like many others out there. It's liquid. It tastes like water. So it's easy to give to your child. Um, but these can be very, very helpful. Uh, and I will also, again, link to several episodes in the show notes that will be corresponding with today's episode that can be helpful to get further information because there are further things to know about. And if you haven't yet, please take my uh, autism recovery quiz so that you can be uh, aware of really with answering a few questions for me. It will tell me, give me some information based so I can help you the best. It tells me about where you are on the journey and what is best at what stage of what I call the four stages to naturally recover from autism that I can direct you to for where you are because everybody's individual and I'm very aware of that and I want to be able to help you on this journey. It is very important and I personally have lived it myself. I know what it's like, and I'm here to support you and educate you because education is the key. So uh, please take the quiz. Again, that's at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash quiz, and I will link to everything in today's show notes as well. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you and what you're doing for your child, and I'll see you soon.